You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded, and this is America's Web Radio. Today, we're going to mention a few people who are running for president, one in particular. I'm just going to call him Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. Joe Smiden. And apparently, Joe has decided that he's going to put it upon himself to start a revolution in the United States. Hey, you know what, Roger? Before you get to that, can I bring up one court ruling that uh, we can we can all get behind? Sure, let's let's so, hear. So, uh, the, the a court uh, just ruled that a father can start transitioning his son into a Trump fan against his mother's wishes, but they're going to go ahead and allow him to start transitioning his son into a Trump. That is supporter. well, you know, that makes sense. So, uh, I stand behind that. Uh, after hearing. Um you know, I was listening to a mother. She was sitting in Target there talking to her seven-year-old. And the seven-year-old is going, Mom, can I have a beer? And the mom goes, No, you're seven. He goes, Mom, can I have a cigarette? No, you're seven. Mom, can I drive the car home? No, you're seven. Mom, can I turn into a girl? Sure, honey. You, you know what's best. <laughs> That's, and that's uh, that's the way the left wants you to believe. That's exactly oh my right. goodness! They're called parents for a reason because you're supposed to parent your kids, not let them do whatever they want. But when you become an activist and you're so in tune with your, you know, transitional sexuality, <laughs> whatever it is, everything yes. else goes out the window. I'm surprised. You know, I would say, "Hey, mom, can I have a gun?" <laughs> oh, sure. Oh no, yeah. guns are bad. You can never have one of those. Doesn't work. But you that can. Way. But you can start taking hormones and transition your sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I I honestly think the world may be ending. (laughs) Oh, man. If we let these fools run it and get more control, it it just may very well. Well, you know, and then, like I say, but now Joe Biden was on the campaign trail. or Joe Schmo. I mean, his, His napping tour of America, whatever it may be. I think it is a napping tour. Yes. He wants to see if he can nap in all – well, according to the uh, to Obama, 57 states. Right. And according to Trump, 50 states. 50 states. Now, he's talking about taking over Mexico. <laughs> Says he will fix it up and will flip it. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I, I'm all for it. <laughs> but, you know, so, so – You know, some people flip cars. Some people flip countries. Why not? Some people flip houses. Some people flip countries. There you go. <laughs> The islands, that's right. Wait, wait a second. I think there's a uh, gentleman in uh, the 4th District uh, that flips islands. Oh, that's right. Or he thinks they're going to flip. Flipped. Yes. Somebody needs to explain. Maybe what that's what he means. meant by flipping. Maybe he thought we'd renovate it and just ah, sell it for more. Sell for more. I think you're giving him way too much credit, but yeah, I let's, think he let's thought it, I think he thought Guam was an iceberg and it would just roll over. <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> Oh man, that's and he's still is still there, an elected official. But you got to wonder the people who elect him. What does that say about them? How stupid they must be. I'm Tell sorry. Me about it. I met a lot of them. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. So back. To so anyway, yeah. So back, back to, to Sleepy Joe. Slow smoking Joe. <laughs> so he doubled down on his position that the Democrats have to work with the Republicans, or that's not possible. Start a real physical revolution. 
That was that was a direct quote. A real physical revolution. Oh my gosh! I have a message for Biden. You're going to lose. Well, I you know I don't know how many you know transgender dress wearing you know Nerf gun shooting spitball carrying Prius driving. Um, I'm going <laughs> to use words and hurt you. <laughs> Use your words, yes. And he wants to start a real physical revolution. Electric but, car wanting to drive, but they don't have... Well, we won't be attacked from our western front. Coast and no power. they have no power. <laughs> but I was wondering about this. I was going, oh, my God, he wants to start... I mean, that's like... Is, is that not somewhat treasonous? I mean, our government is put in place to work, to let people have a say, to let the representatives do their jobs... Mm-hmm. Because I love when these politicians think they're rulers. It's like, no, you're not ruling. You're not, you know, you're a representative. You're representing and, and if people. if anyone doubts you, Roger, all they've got to do is go back to 2008 when Obama won the election. It was a, it was right after he won the election. His uh, Valerie Plain, I think Valerie something, his one of his main advisors, said, and I quote, Obama will be ready to rule on day, day one. one. Yep, they he he was well, point, they appointing himself as a ruler. This is your Democrat Party, folks. And didn't he also say something about Republicans sitting in the back of the bus? <laughs> he said, "If the Republican, <laughs> it went something like this: uh, uh, Republicans, they, they can go on for the ride, but but they're going to have to sit in the back. They can go for the ride, but they're going to sit in the back." That is so racist. I can't believe he got away with that. Very racist. Oh my goodness! I'm offended. Where's my closet? That's right. Let me go cry somewhere. <laughs> but he said we're going to start a real physical revolution. I really would like some clarification on this. I may yeah, have me to. Too. I may have to talk to Joe and see what exactly he's talking. Maybe he's just supporting the Antifa guys. Maybe you know, that's so. a real. That's that is becoming a physical well, revolution. It would make sense. Uh, Biden's a Democrat, and Antifa is basically the new KKK or or the new strong arm of the Democrat Party. They're it's, kind of the brown shirt. So, and since the Democrats have always supported strong yeah, arm politics, yeah. why it would that change sense. any? Maybe that's his way of starting this physical revolution. He's going to hmm. support the Antifa. He's going to push people to suppress free speech. Yep. And of course, he's probably gonna. He's already pushing for gun control. He voted for the uh, the crime bill of 1994, and he said he wants to bring it back even stronger than before. Stronger than before. Look, you know, we only need to look at history. Look at today. They already can, the left controls education. Now, if they can get the guns. Then they can do what Hitler did, Mussolini did, Mao Zedong did. I mean, you know. I know. It. What is it? I forgot how many, like 260 million people killed in the 20th century by their governments. By their governments. So, and and all these people don't Why talk. stop there? Don't talk to me about hunting deer either. That's, and this is not what the Second Amendment is about. These, like I say, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Our founding fathers did not come back from a deer hunt or a quail hunt. They come back from fighting a war against one of the largest, most powerful empires of the time to free a nation. The pigeons did not build a red coat army. That's or right. Navy to storm the shores. I didn't hear anybody riding through the streets yelling, "The deer are coming! The deer are coming!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Here come the boar! <laughs> of course, if they said that to us, we'd be going, hmm? "Bacon? What? Bacon? Hmm. <laughs> bacon on the hoof?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm curious. I would really like to get clarification on this because he keeps he does he says that we have to um, 
He's talking about this starting a revolution, and I'm wondering what exactly he's trying to say. And then he also said, you can shame people to do things the right way. Oh. Is that so anybody who doesn't believe the way he believes, he's going to call names or tell them they're they're stupid? Or how is he going to shame these people into thinking his way? Well, what part of history does that sound like? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I seem to remember it. hate to mention it over and over again, but. (laughs) I'm old enough to remember. We should have one of those segments. I'm old enough to remember back when uh, a certain someone shamed a whole race. Yeah, no kidding. uh, Tried to stuff them in an oven. But we're moving on. (laughs) Okay, here's another quote, direct quote. You have to go out and beat these folks if they don't agree with you by making your case. You know... Now, beat seems like a physical (laughs) attribute there. Not making your case is a discussion argument. Again, look at whose example he's following. He He was the vice president for the administration that said, if they bring a knife to a gunfight, you bring a gun. I mean, well, I, I, that's I mean, you know anybody who's you know, dealt with guns knows you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Exactly, but when the left hates guns, are using that analogy. I mean, that ought to tell you something. All right, they, they hate guns. They they don't hate guns. They hate it when you and I have guns. That's right. As All of them have armed bodyguards. Have guns. Yeah, their kids go to schools with armed bodyguards. With armed bodyguards. But here, but for the rest of us peasants, we just get a sign that says gun-free zone. And remember what Eric Holder said. Eric Holder stood in front of a crowd of people and said, uh, if they're down, we don't help them up. We knock them back down or we kick them when they're down. That, yeah. That's a that's Democrat saying that. An attorney general said, said that. Said that. Yeah. Instead of let's use the law, let's yeah. use a, you know, a little tact, let's use a little d- persuasive power. No, we're going to kick them, beat them, mm-hmm. start a physical revolution. Hmm. So, folks, if you're out there and you do not believe that the government has a right to impose socialism on you, now would be the time to go out, maybe buy some guns because they're coming for them. They're coming for them hard and fast. It's a time to go exercise your Second Amendment, buy your guns, buy your ammo, and then don't stop there. Um, you know, get training. Right get training. Get, get training. Get comfortable. Uh, it's like I tell people, Roger, who want to learn how to ride motorcycles. Let's give it a shot, but if it scares you, walk away from it. It's the right. same thing with guns. Not everybody was meant to be a gun owner. No, of course not. You know? But just because you're not doesn't mean anybody else can't be. Exactly. Just because you don't want to ride a motorcycle, you can't take away my right to ride one. So if you don't have a gun, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't have a gun. That's right. I believe in the right to keep, yep. to keep and bear arms and the not be infringed part. But apparently... Other states, other cities are deciding that they want to infringe on our Second Amendment rights. Well, that way they can infringe on everything else. Well, they're treating it as if it's cigarettes or alcohol or something that's bad for you. I mean, I don't see anywhere in the Constitution where it says you have a right to smoke cigarettes or you have a right to drink beer or anything like that. Now, granted, you do, but it's not in the Constitution specifically spelled out that the government cannot take that away from you. Right. Exactly. And that's what people don't understand. Is there? There's actually a constitution that limits the government, and specifically says the government cannot infringe on your right to bear arms. Yeah, the right is God given according to the constitution, and the government cannot take these rights away. But apparently, that idea has changed, and since they can't take it directly, sometimes there's places that are going about it indirectly. Now, this is something that Elizabeth Warren has actually come up and said. But now, in Tacoma, Washington, the city council members are expecting to pass a new tax on firearms and ammunition. 
what better way to make it harder, more difficult, more expensive to exercise your Second Amendment rights? And let's tax it out of existence. Now, of course, this is going to be the initial introduction. So the initial introduction is going to be $25 tax to every firearm sold. Two cents per round of ammunition, 22 caliber or less. And five cents per round on every other caliber. So five cents per caliber on a 50-round box is going to be an additional $2.50 per box. Hmm. So you buy a 1,000 rounds of ammo, let's see, five, that's going to be an additional $50 on a case of ammo. Hmm. So you know it's, and that's just to start with, right? This is this is the initial this is, proposal. This is their way to get their foot in the door, their their yeah. nose under the tent. Yep, because if they can get people to go, oh, it's just an extra fifty bucks, and then before you know it, you're going to be taxed out of buying ammo. Right, they're going to make who, it. Who Roger will be the only ones buying ammo? The government, police officers, with our tax dollars, cities, cities, counties, all the yeah. government agencies will be able to buy whatever they want and probably not have to pay any tax on it. Even the agencies who have no business owning a gun, to social to security, use, <laughs> to use against the American people. Uh, the IRS agents have guns. I mean, you, it's it's ridiculous. It really is. And it's it's coming down to where the government is going to give themselves more and more leeway with this and take more and more away from the people who they're, I guess, ruling over at this point. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate the government doesn't fear the people as they used to. That is difficult to believe that we have let it come to this point, that the politicians have made themselves so important that they put themselves above the people they're actually serving. Well, they forget who puts them in office. Yeah. It would be very nice if we could get back to a point where government feared the people. Uh, today, you have way too many people that fear the government. And you have businesses that fear the government. You know, People ask me all the time, why is Wall Street, why do they support Democrats? Well, they support Democrats because they fear Democrats. Right. Oh, yeah. They, they fear the government because the government can basically put so many restrictions and limitations on them, they can kill their business. Yep. Now, what? The, now, this is just a city. It's a city ordinance or a city law they're passing. So it's just in Tacoma. So outside Tacoma, Washington, this tax doesn't apply. However, they're setting precedent for other anti-gun cities, counties, states to start looking at doing this if it doesn't get challenged. I mean, the fact that this is a, a constitutionally protected right, and they're trying to ta- imagine if they charge a tax to vote. <laughs> or they charge the tax. Oh, if you're gonna, if Maybe you're, we should. If you're gonna blog or you're gonna do that, you have to pay a tax if you want to exercise your First Amendment right. Could you imagine the outrage at that? People would be up in arms. Well, they wouldn't have any arms to other than their two, you know, hand end arms. That's true. They'd have no actual arms no to actual do anything arms. with. Mm-mm. That's sad. But we'll see how this turns out. I mean, I hope this gets challenged. Although. Other cities are passing similar ordinances. Now, what this is going to do first is probably drive every gun shop within the city limits out of the city limits. Yep. <coughs> it's going to make them unable to compete with other gun shops that are just outside the city limits with Internet gun sales, if those are allowed. And the worst thing about this is Seattle did the same thing, and they claimed it was going to raise between three and $500,000 in the first year, just by by having this tax in place, and they were going to use this money to, um, what do they say, educate people about gun violence. 
Yeah, well, turns out that three hundred to five hundred thousand ended up being about ninety three thousand, and eighty percent of that was brought by one gun store in Seattle. And now, all these owners are moving their shops outside of the city limits because they don't want to pay these taxes and put themselves out of business. They can't compete in this market, so they're literally pushing gun control into their own cities by just not allowing people to buy any guns within the city limits. So, mm. and it's like California with their ammunition tax and their ammunition laws. You have to have it sent to an FFL dealer in California, and if you live far enough away from them, you may have to drive almost 300 miles to buy a box of 22 ammo because you have to get it through a licensed dealer mm. and you can't bring anything from out of state or have it shipped directly to you. That's how it starts. Yep. A little bit here, a little bit there, and before you know it, it's illegal. That's right. The camel's nose is getting under the tent with this, people. Mm -hmm. You need to pay attention. Yep. He's going to tear the entire tent down with you in it. This isn't the good camel toe that's getting under the tent. Wait a minute. That's another another show. Camel nose. 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 Yes, the camel's nose goes under the tent. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they leave with their noses instead of their feet. Their feet. That's true. Uh, Well, you know, it's something to do with the humps on their back. I guess. But uh, this is coming. I mean, and, and you, we have to be alert. I mean, right now we can still vote, and I hope people uh-huh. will. You know, you can't sit by and say so, it's someone else's job. Someone else can go mm-hmm. vote. I don't have to. You have to get out there and do it, and you have to get other people who are like-minded to vote with you. Uh, that's true, Roger, and you have to. we have to convince people who have been sitting on the sidelines too long who think that voting doesn't matter. Well, voting does matter because turnout – we have to turn out enough of us – to vote more than the dead people because we all know dead people vote Democrat <laughs> by uh, 99% of the time. Uh, so we have to. You, 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 you can't. With the registration clipboard and everything walking through a cemetery the other. <laughs> I didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> what she was doing. She was, <laughs> she was making sure she wasn't leaving anybody out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Everybody has a right to vote. Well, you know, uh, one of Hillary Clinton's biggest rallies uh, in 2015 was uh, in a cemetery. <laughs> really? So, I mean, uh, she was having some major cemetery rallies. Uh, wow. Get those people up. Ready gotta, to go. Gotta get ready those to dead people to vote. <laughs> so. But now you've got to get out there and do this. I mean, even if you are if you are a hunter and you believe uh, that the Second Amendment is about protecting hunting arms, it's, it's not. But that's okay. Any guns should be protected under the Second Amendment. And you think, oh, I don't have an AR-15. I don't need an AR-15 or an AR-10 or a G3 or... You know, any of this stuff, I don't need any of that stuff. I just have my bolt-action rifle with a scope on it. I go hunt deer once a year, and they're not coming after my guns. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> as soon as they get the quote-unquote assault rifles or semi-automatic rifles out of people's hands, they're coming for your quote-unquote sniper rifle. Oh, Roger, I think what people don't understand is when they when they successfully ban ARs again or any semi-automatic r- rifle that looks like an assault rifle by definition military of the government style assault rifle once uh, they do that rifle. if you think they're going to stop there because your your pistol my pistol is the same freaking action more or less of a semi-automatic rifle rifle uh, they're going to come after that because that's when they'll come clean and go well the action is the same in that pistol we're going to have to ban that too because you might be able to that, turn that into a rifle and you might be able to turn it into yeah and they're going to start saying things like that that's a military style pistol we got to take it away 
Uh, that's where they w- they yeah. they won't stop with rifles, and this is what and not just rifles. Understand. What about the bolt action hunting rifles? Oh well, they're that that <laughs> they're going to label those as long range long killing machines, range sniper rifles, death weapons, sniper a military sniper style weapon. That's right, that, and you're going to have to defend your and it's it's too late now because you already gave up the ground mm-hmm. on the semi-automatic rifles because right. you didn't own one and you didn't care about that. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you that. The people who are coming after our guns, they don't care what kind it is. They want all of them, every last one of them. You know, another way to put that, Roger, is if you don't own a gun and you live next to me and everything goes to the crapper. Sideways. Yeah, let's just say everything goes sideways and I have a nice barricade set up. I've got food. I've got water. And you as my neighbor want to come over and have some. Who do you think is going to stop the bad guys that are going to be trying to rob this water? Because if you're my neighbor, trust me, if you had water, you're not going to have it when they steal it. People will come and take <laughs> so it from you. They will yeah. come and take Other it. people with guns will come and make sure they don't die of thirst. Exactly. So if you don't own guns, you don't believe in it, you damn well ought to stand up for the Constitution. Uh, and, and Roger, if, if you're a, a, a black person out there, and and you own a guns or or even if you don't own a gun you better learn your history because what are you going to do when antifa turns on you once you allow the banning of guns because i, I i'm old enough to remember <laughs> okay i'm old enough to know or have learned my history that back when the kkk the strong arm of the democrat party were going after black f- people black people had nothing to defend themselves but along came the nra who gave who them gave them exactly gave them a voice yes gave them exactly. the help they needed to be able to defend themselves against right. this strong arm but how many black people or african whatever you want to call don't know that they oh, do most not of know them. that and that's why i say what are you going to do when antifa turns on you that's right, because right now they're just getting started. Right now it's mm-hmm. just Trump supporters. What about when Trump's out of the, out of the White House? What are they going to go after exactly. then? Yeah. They're going to need a new target. And look, Antifa's going to go after whatever target the government tells them to because who's paying them? The government's paying them. Soros, Soros. is paying them. And, and Soros controls a lot of these Democrats because money, money, money. So an Antifa person who doesn't have to work because they're getting paid to go out and cause trouble, right now their attention is on Trump supporters. Tomorrow it may be on you. It Tomorrow may be it may any be Republican or, or Democrat. Anybody who they disagrees can turn, with them. Look at what happens to a black supporter of of Trump. If if a black person walks out and they they visually show support for Trump, Antifa turns on them. A gay reporter was beat to a pulp by Antifa because he had the audacity to to not maybe criticize or say what they wanted them to say about Trump. Oh, yeah, absolutely. these people will turn on anybody. They are using violence to promote a political Mm -hmm. end, which is, by definition, terrorism. Terrorism. Oh, I love it when these... These I had some the other day on Facebook that were trying to tell me, uh, talking about violence. You know, there is one side that perpetrates violence on a daily basis, and it's Antifa. It, and who does Antifa support? The Democrats. I mean, it's it's terrible, but uh, that you're getting violence from the so-called peaceful left. And the Democrats are trying; they're not condoning them. No, they're not condoning them at mm-hmm. all, which is crazy. But yet they're not supporting them outright. But mm-hmm. secretly in back rooms, they're nodding their heads, high fiving you know, each other. Going, yeah, what a great when, job! When you won't come out, when an Antifa group blocks and 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 
terrorizes a, a man in his 70s and 80s years of age. When the Democrats won't come out and say that's a bad thing and won't condemn that, you might as well be for it. Right. They are uh-huh. just promoting it at that point. Yep. There's no, there's no other way around it. So you need to defend yourself. You need to be your own first responder. You need to protect your family, your friends, your household, your your pets. Way to go, exactly. John Wick. Yes. You don't understand. <laughs> they shot my dog. That's right. So, you know, you have to do this. I mean, because the police are not going to be there to defend you, especially in cases where, you know, these neighborhoods are going against their local police officers. In fact, funny that should be mentioned. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But the Oregon, Locked and loaded update. The Oregon State Police have now decided that uh, they would be ending their policing relationship with Oregon State University after more than 30 years mm. of working directly with the school. And, okay, now there's been a professor. He, he's been there for more than 10 years. He goes, we didn't want you pigs here anyway. You racist in uniforms oh. are doing more to intimidate and harass the developing minds of young adults than you're doing any good. Screw off. That was from a professor at Oregon State University to the Oregon State Police who had been helping them and protecting them for 30 years. What do you think is going to happen to that professor when he calls the police and needs help? Well, now they're going to use the university police instead. Well, somebody needs to inform the university police of what this professor said. Yes, I mean, because as soon as the Oregon State Police are out, he's going to turn his attention toward the university police. The minute the university police break up a... Uh, uh, some kind of disturbance, let's say, that was put on by the left, that professor is going to come out and call them all racist. Yeah, and most of this was spurred on by a particular event where the, a lady had, vi- had done a traffic violation, and they pulled her over and asked her for ID. Hmm. She was refusing. She was being belligerent. She was not cooperating. She was being uh, uncompliant. And eventually they arrested her. Hmm. You know, because, you know, all you have to do if you and the officer even said, he goes, we were just going to write a warning. Mm-hmm. But then she became belligerent. Belligerent. She began, you know, not complying with police requests for identification. That's all they wanted is get identification so they could have written the warning up. Then when she started fighting back and arguing with them, they go, well, you know what? This needs to be a citation because you apparently deserve it. Mm-hmm. That's when she fought and decided she wasn't going to give them anything, wasn't going to cooperate, wasn't going to do what they asked. So they had to arrest her. You know, this is the kind of stuff that they're taught. Uh, just uh, the other day, Joe Biden, getting back to Biden, oh, was asked in some town hall or something, was asked by a, a black supporter. Well, I, I assume she's a supporter. But she said, what is your advice to me if I get pulled over by a police? She, she said, and you know what? Biden looked at her and said, well, well, I, I wouldn't get I don't have I, it's hard to have advice because I wouldn't get pulled over because I'm white. So, oh, so when, white people can never get pulled over? So apparently over? in Joe Biden's mind, instead of taking an opportunity and looking at this young lady and saying, look, no matter your skin color, you be respectful. No matter what you think about the cops, be respectful. He could have gone on and really, really came out looking good, but but no, he had to make he it an immediate it race racist. Yeah. All right, we're going to be right back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is America's Web Radio. You're listening to Locked and Loaded. I am Roger B. So we just before we left for the break, we were talking about the Oregon State Police essentially being kicked out of Oregon State University because they were being they were there was complaints they were too militant they were uh, being too aggressive with the students. It's like, what are these people going to do when they get into the real world? I just have no idea what they're going to think. What are they entitled to? Can they just talk back to police officers when given orders, when asked for identification? Can they just be noncompliant, decide they're just going to sit there and, and not obey any of the lawful orders given by police officers? Now, granted, I know a lot of people who say, you know, well, police officers have never done anything good for me. And unfortunately, a lot of that is because city, county, state governments take over a lot of their duties and force them to be tax collectors. It's unfortunate, but that's what happens a lot of times. But still, if you follow the the rules, you be compliant when they ask you for an ID or a name or whatever they ask you for, be nice. Do what you're asked to do, and 90% of the time you will have a completely violent-free and probably an easier time dealing with a police officer than if you decide to be belligerent or be non-compliant or decide to show your butt and do something stupid. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how the crime rate is going to change on Oregon State University campuses once this goes into effect. Now, they are still contracted through next summer, so it's going to be about eight more months before, I think through June, so probably six, eight months before this actually goes into effect. 
But uh, apparently from the from some of the tweets I was reading, these people do not want the police on their campus at all. You know, and I guess that's fine as long as you can handle yourself or take care of things yourself. But I had to just imagine criminals in the area going, oh, awesome, they're getting rid of all the state police. Well, that just opened up a new target-rich environment for me. Now I can go after all those students because they have money, and I can go rob them, steal their cars. Take care of all that good stuff. Yeah, let's let's say we're going to have less police presence and we're going to just decide to live the same way. It's not going to happen. Unless you are your own first responder, you need police. Everybody has a gun somewhere. Everybody. I don't care if yours is in a police car miles away. It's still a gun that you would call on if you needed it. You have somebody to help protect you. Now, granted, will they get there in time? When seconds count, cops are minutes away, so I wouldn't count on it. But, you know, if that's all you have, by all means, support the people who will protect you when you need them. I wouldn't go out and start bashing them just because you decide you don't want to show somebody your identification. Well, you know, that's just, that's, we're going to have to see how that pans out. So we'll see what happens there. But it's going to be interesting to me to see with what less police will actually do. But on another side of the coin here, I hate to keep beating this horse, but as much as people say beat a dead horse, this horse is alive and well, and he's kicking and screaming. This is the red flag law horse. He is getting more and more traction in more and more states. More and more stories are coming about about the abuse of power that this this law gives to governments. In fact, one, this was a gentleman who was a veteran of the Korean War. He also served as a police officer for decades, was relieved of his job as a crossing guard, and has had his guns seized after criticizing a school resource officer for allegedly, allegedly leaving his post during school hours. Now, this was in Massachusetts, and this man saw the school resource officer leave, and he decided that he needs to get him to stay. Stay on his post. Do what he's supposed to do. Do his job. And because he did this, he ended up getting red flagged. They took his weapons away. This is a man who was a veteran and a police officer for decades. I mean, he's a minimum of 20 years as a, as a veteran police officer. And this is the kind of guy they go after because he said something somebody else didn't like. Because somebody else got caught doing something they weren't supposed to do. So he turns around and and red flags this guy just as i guess out of spite because he could it's it's incredible i mean this is just you know a co-worker was able to do this to another co-worker so be careful folks because if the red flag laws come to your city your town your county you're going to have to be very careful who you associate with you're going to have to be very careful who you talk to about anything the the anti-gunners are going to be listening for anybody who even speaks about using guns in any capacity and those are the people that they're going to go after those are the people they're going to red flag and you may wonder oh that would never happen here that couldn't happen well let me tell you something in florida they've had thousands of guns already confiscated by by the red flag laws already they passed them in march of 2018 so they've been in effect for a little over a year and they have had over, what is it, 2,600, 2,654 people have been disarmed by law enforcement under red flag laws in just over a year. That's probably, according to what I've seen averages, probably around 20,000 guns taken away. Now, unfortunately, you have to go to court and prove that you're innocent. 
They don't have to prove you're guilty. They take the guns away, slap you with this injunction, and then you have to go hire a lawyer. You have to fight your way back. You have to fight to get your rights back. They don't just give them back to you if they don't find anything. And the fact that they're expanding the number of people who are allowed to red flag you, this is it's going to get out of hand really quickly. People are going to start pointing fingers. Anybody who they deem as somebody politically different than them or has a, you know, could even be different color than them, they can start red flagging anybody they want to based on whatever grounds they think is reasonable. Now, I just wonder how long it's going to be until this starts being used on a regular basis just to, you know, I guess get rid of your enemies or get them disarmed so it keeps you, you know, safer. You're taking away people's rights for safety. You're basically giving up freedom for safety. Ben Franklin once said, those who give up essential freedoms for security deserve neither. So we're going to see. But they're not keeping very accurate records of this, so they don't know exactly how many guns have been taken. But according to the averages, it's about seven guns per person when they conduct a red flag law. And they've had over 2,650 people hit by red flag laws in Florida already in, in approximately a year. So it's it's coming, folks. I mean, be aware. Be careful. Try and find out where your representative stands on this. And if he's on the wrong side of this issue, it would be up to you to either run against him personally or find somebody who will run against him and vote for that person. Vote for the person who will defend your Second Amendment rights, will not just... Avoid due process who will, let's say, take your guns away without any kind of evidence whatsoever other than somebody's pointing a finger at you and saying, he's a bad person, he has guns, I don't like him. Then all we have to do is wait, and it's coming. Why should the government disarm us if we're willing to disarm ourselves by pointing fingers and calling out neighbors and coworkers and, you know, family members? One family member even was killed during the execution of a red flag law. And this was a man who had never had any type of criminal record, had never had any brushes with the law, had never done anything illegal. And because he he felt like he was having his rights taken away, he argued with the officers who were there, and he ended up getting shot and killed because his sister claimed he was being too loud during political arguments. But this is a matter of the camel getting his nose under the tent. So don't let this, don't let this, don't let this get to be a problem. It's already expanding faster than I can, I can follow. More, I think 17 states already have red flag laws and they're getting to be more every day. Now, Trump has taken a stand on this. He has actually reversed a previous decision when he said he would consider looking into national red flag laws. He has now come back and said he doesn't think it's the way to do this, and we need to do it in another way, which is great. I think that was fantastic because red flag laws are just eliminating due process and put it pitting neighbor against neighbor, friends against friends, and that's never good when emotions get high. People don't pay attention to logic, and they do the wrong thing. So try not to let this happen because it's coming, and I it scares me to death. It's probably the one thing that's been around this year that is going to be the biggest threat to gun owners in the future. These people will just come out and say, I'm taking your guns because I don't like you. You reported me, so I'm going to take your guns away. 
you said something to me that I didn't like. I'm taking your guns away. So be aware. This is Nazi in its fullest. Oh, fascism completely. The, the kids turning their parents in, the neighbors turning the neighbors in, and family members turning family members in, and you know, it, there's there's nothing good about it. Oh no, except for politicians, because politicians know it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked. Unfortunately, people don't learn from history, and when they don't. History repeats itself. Yep. It certainly does. So over and over again, we have the same things happening throughout history. If you look back in the history, study it a little bit, see what happened prior in some of the worst times in our recent history. See how things went. We're following that path. We're right on the same path, headed in the same direction, going towards the same light or darkness. <laughs> I think darkness is uh, actually the... What we're going towards, uh, not not light, and uh, I think it's more serious than that. And I, I, uh, you know, I've mentioned this many times before that all of the shows. It's not just your show. It's not just Victor's show or my show or or one show or the other. It's every show, and that's the fact that we have all the tools in the world to be the best educated society ever. Right. Absolutely. And people won't don't confuse me with facts. My mind's made up. I'm not going to study the issue. I'm not going to do anything. I don't care what you say. Who the hell are you to tell me that red flags are not good, you know? And uh, well, if it saves even one life, we have to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's not. It's going to, you know, I, I keep coming back to the fact that what I see with the red flag laws is not only neighbor on neighbor and child on parent possibly, but parents and or aunts and uncles on each other. Oh, yeah, family and they're members. And they're going to be deaths from that. You're not taking my pistol away from me. Kabam. And, right. Uh, it's like I say, the police had to shoot one man already, and these have only been in effect for a few months. It's uh, and yet convinced the left hand side that we're right and they're wrong. It ain't going to happen. Well, I think what they're counting on is division, because division gives them more power. If the if the communities and the people would unite together against the government, then the government would have something to fear. Then they would fear the people again, which is what they should do. Absolutely. But the government keeps this division going to keep us fighting amongst ourselves, and they can turn around and do whatever they want, and no one's going to pay attention to it. Or be able to stop them. Right. By then, it'll be too late. It, you know, because all the people who would have defended you are going to be gone now. They're going to be taken away. Their guns are going to be taken away. They're going to be put in jail. They're going to be gotten rid of. It won't be long until red flag laws are going to be take the guns away and put you in jail. All right, we're going to be back in a, just a few minutes after these messages. This is Locked and Loaded. I'm Roger B., and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Last week, my party chief said he wanted to go someplace he had never been before. So, I took him to the rear property line. Sound familiar? Are you tired of trudging all the way to the back of property lines? Why not take the steps to become a crew chief instead? Or even better, why not become a professional land surveyor and see your name stamped on that final survey? The Nettleman Institute of Land Surveying Engineering Technology is your next step. At NYSET, 
We believe you are the future of surveying, and we want to do everything we can to help you succeed at becoming a professional surveyor. NYSET offers the only online one-year certificate of land surveying program that includes all books, fees, and expenses in one simple price. Visit LandSurveyCareer.com to stop trucking through the mud and step into your future today. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio Online. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Just before we left, we were talking a little bit about red flag laws, so I just want to say if you have somebody you can talk to about voting, if you don't know how they vote or you think they might vote like-minded in the way of freedom, in the way of liberty, talk to them, ask them to go, give them a ride if necessary. That's the way we have to fight this revolution. Despite Joe Biden's starting a physical revolution or shaming people into believing what you believe, use your power. It's there. I don't think it's too late to turn things around. But then again, you get states like Montana. Now, you think Montana, you think wide open spaces, you think, you know, relatively conservative people who believe in the Constitution. In fact, they uh, they went for Trump 56% to 35% over Clinton. So you figure, okay, a state like this is going to be pretty pro-gun. Apparently not. Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana, is now calling for a magazine capacity limit on weapons. And it's just he's, he seems to think that a majority of Americans believe what he believes, that 60% of Americans say gun laws should be tougher. It's like, I don't know where they're getting some of this research. You know, I don't know if I believe any of it after seeing all the fake news. I mean, come on. L- let's be honest for a second. Let me just read this so I don't get it wrong. Okay, Beto wants to take your guns away, and now he's realizing that he just threatened to disarm a country whose gun ranges were mistaken for a Syrian war zone. That's right. (laughs) They were at a gun range in Kentucky, and uh, one of the news channels showed the footage of this gun range having just a good old time blowing stuff up, having fun, and they called it a Syrian war zone. They said it it was the Syrians attacking the Kurds or something like that. Hope I'm getting that right. 
So you know what? Be careful. There are people in here who will stand up for their rights eventually if pushed hard enough. And I hope Joe Biden does not get his wish for a physical revolution. I hope people just come out in mass, vote him down, push him aside, and get him out of the way. And we go back to being a great country. You know, we already are one of the greatest countries in the world. Why do you think so many people want to come here? Why do you think so many people want to destroy us? Because they're jealous. They want what we have. And unfortunately, we're turning into them instead of them turning into us. We're becoming more corrupt. The politicians are getting more and more power. The government's taking more and more rights. And, of course, at the top of the list of these rights they want to take away is gun control. They can't seem to get enough of it. Speaking of gun control, and uh, our military is the most fantastic and always has been in the world. And uh, this Saturday, November the 2nd, in Columbus, Georgia, is the induction of the mili- the Georgia Military Hall of Fame is inducting uh, a, a group of folks that were in the military, served our country, and did something so great that we're putting them, or I say we, the Georgia Military Hall of Fame led uh, the director of that is retired Colonel Rick White. And Rick has done us so many favors that I want to give him all the credit. And he he has a group of guys working for him that they choose the individuals. We've had uh, General Dix on. We've had uh, uh, we've had one of the Blue Angels on last week. Wow. And, uh, we're in. We're having another great hero on this coming Thursday. So. If you got the time or you're near Columbus, Georgia, go to the induction of real heroes. And this also includes uh, EMTs, uh, first responders, and, uh, you know, the people that... That really make a us. difference. Yeah, that make the difference. That's a very good term, uh, that really make the difference. And they're there when we need them. And they're the ones that put their life before your life or my life or anybody else's life to take care of us and right you want to see a hero don't look to the football player wearing the nikes yeah exactly (laughs) very good point and uh we're going to be doing something starting i think victor announced it uh with his show but we're going to start a patrons program here at america's web radio and if you want to be a part of the family and support us by giving $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. Half of anything that comes into David's pick will go directly to the Georgia Military Hall of Fame. And uh, this is something I want to do. Well, that's a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. uh, You know, these are men and women that have taken up weapons to protect us. And these are men and women that have... I, in fact, I'll make you a bet, Roger, and you What's know that? a whole lot more about this than I do. But, you know, everybody and most people that are so objectionable to weapons, <laughs> guns, guns, and I'll bet you that you can't find people in general that have served in the military that don't have the highest respect and regard for a weapon and what that weapon can do. Well, it's like with anything. The more you know about it, the more you're going to respect it, 
The more you're going to understand how it works, the less you'll be afraid of it. Most people who are afraid of guns have never touched one. All they do is see movies, and they'll go, oh, my goodness, this is terrible. That's that's their big experience. A so, movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood tells them what to think about guns. And that fat, fat Michael, whatever his name is. Uh, I'm not even going to mention his yeah. name, yes. The, the, the fat guy who makes the bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, most fat people do. But anyway, um, so if you're if you want to support us, we are supporting the right causes, and one of them is the Georgia Military Hall of Fame. And uh, this show, as a matter of fact, uh, if you want to keep listening to the truth on weapons, and I think somebody jumped on you about saying weapons. Well, they mentioned something about it. Yeah, I actually looked it up to make sure I was using the terms right instead. Now, yeah, there was an old expression that you don't call a weapon a gun. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm going to use it because that's what the politicians are saying, so I want people to be aware when they hear the word gun, what they're talking They're talking about firearms. I understand that. You know, firearms are not – not all guns are firearms. No. There's air guns and pellet guns and non-lethal guns that don't use an explosive charge. But most guns are firearms. And if you've served in the military in any branch, you fired a weapon, not, <laughs> not a gun. gun. Or you, <laughs> if you did fire a gun, you may have gotten in trouble for it. But That's right. This is my fun. weapon. This is my gun. This yeah, is for fighting. This is for fun. fun. Yes. <laughs> Amen, brother. Anyway. Um, now, where can we find more information? Is this on the America's Web Radio webpage? Uh, we will be ha- we will be getting it up on every show for uh, the uh, patron become a patron and get news special newsletters, uh, other items, everything from pens to mugs to t-shirts. Oh, uh, so there will be some benefit. There will be a chance to win some yes. stuff here. Yes, and uh, it's going to be a neat thing, and you'll be part of the family. One of the things that we're going to do too is that if you're interested in seeing the operation. Uh, we'll schedule an appointment, and you can come in and sit in on on Roger's show, my show, Victor's show, anybody's show that uh, you want to sit in on. And if you want to take part in a show, uh, we'll talk to you about that as well. So Absolutely. This, we're, the, we're a family. Uh I'm adopted, but I don't know about Roger. I think he just grew up here. I'm but. kind of the black sheep of the family, but oh, I'll okay. take it. Well, <laughs> anyway, well, no, we are. And Roger's become a good friend. Victor's become a good friend. Uh, and all of our hosts, we get along. Uh, just they, The hosts make the station, folks. I may own it, but they're the ones that make the shows. They're the ones that are the experts in their field. And they do a wonderful job. And I am, you know, I couldn't be happier. And I want to make sure that just like I make sure about, yes, I am a veteran, but I did not serve in Vietnam. And I don't want anybody misled or thinking I did. You're you're not claiming any false valor there. No, and I didn't get any... uh, any uh, medals or anything else, and uh, nor do I expect to get. You don't any, have but, to, though. You uh, served your country, though. I served my country, and I was proud of it, and got uh, threatened to be spit on coming through Hartsville. But <laughs> beyond that, that's you know, I love my country, and I still love my country, and that's why we do the shows that we do. We do the uh, elderly abuse show. 
because it's that what's going on there today is such a nasty dirty crime oh and it's so easy for these scammers to do it too with the technology available yeah, today it's terrible and we started it and we're very proud of the fact that uh, Fox News, I don't want to say copied, but all of a sudden they were doing something about elderly <laughs> abuse. And then all of a sudden the Journal Constitution, Journal Constipation here in Atlanta, Georgia. The Journal Constipation? Yes, they're doing a <laughs> weekly thing on elderly abuse. I don't know where they got the idea from since we've been doing it for uh, about five months now, but... Wherever they got it, that's fine. I don't care. As long as it promotes the information getting out there, as long as it makes a difference. As long as it makes a difference. And, uh, you know, that's what we want from you folks, is that you all have information that we need, and we would love to have you join our family and uh, become a part of America's Web Radio. And... uh, some of you have seen stations, some of you haven't, some of you care, some of you don't. Uh, but, you know, we're not, we're not WSB by any means, but we are, and you've made us this, we are one of the largest producing podcast stations in the country. And what does that mean? That means that we get Roger in here sitting at the table with us and a lot of other folks that give us their time to come in here, and we need your support. We, it does cost money to uh, have the facility like we do, and uh, we need your support and your company's support, but mainly we need your support in the shows and the topics that we bring up. And want to thank you. And with that being said, I took your last minutes away from you. That's quite all right. It was for a good cause. Well, we certainly hope so, and we certainly like what we do, and we hope that we are helping a lot of folks. That's, That's right. So with that being said, we got to get the heck out of here and move on down the street. So that's what we're going to do. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.